Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Hello and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 82. Today we're going to be talking again with Jeff Hart as part two to our series of Heading to Hard Rock there for him. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for enjoyment and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Trail Manners Podcast. It's one of our series specials, if you will. Um, it's part two, um, which will hopefully have plenty of other parts. Um, but on the phone, we have once again Jeff Hart from Washington up in Bellingham area. He is prepping for the Hard Rock 100 in 2017. So, Jeff, how are you again? Um, good to be back. Thanks for calling it special. My mom always told me I was special. <laughs> Well, we think you're special. <laughs> I do believe you do think I'm special, yes. <laughs> On so many levels. I mean, you got, in, yeah. got into hard rock, right? Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> so you got to be special to get in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, a special kind of um, slow learner. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see how that pans out. But So, yeah, we had our you know first episode a while back, I think number 79, um, and people really got kind of into it. Uh, we got some great messages, some good comments about people wanting to follow you along the way. And, and uh, we left a shout out for people to ask you questions moving forward through us. So I think we'll just kind of recap um, a little bit of our first episode and just, you know, you got into hard rock, uh, you, you moved, um, all this kind of transpired within a month or two. Um, and now you're, you're in full swing, I bet now, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really did. Everything kind of just you know, imploded and changed. So you kind of, are you settled in a little bit better now? Do you know, it's funny, my first, so the, my work here is um, at Western Washington is on quarters and not semesters. So I'm in my second quarter and you would think I'd feel more adjusted, but I actually think I feel more discombobulated. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the whole change thing, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's really it's really throwing a wrench, you know, all of the routines, all of the kind of day-to-day minutia that that you know, you just kind of get into a routine and things flow that I felt before moving. I I just don't have here. <laughs> well, and just just recently you were back uh, in Utah though, right? Like uh, a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, I went out to see my new grandson. Nice. And uh, it was nice, you know, tried to coordinate with you, couldn't quite make it, but I did, did make it up to Salt Lake and, and ran with a, well, ran or chatted with a, a couple of good buddies uh, who have done some hard rocking. Oh, nice. Yeah. Who was that? So, so I ran, I did a track workout um, uh, with Jim Miller. Oh, yeah. Who, um, I think it was last year maybe it was two years i don't know anyway recently ran hard rock and fell and broke his shoulder oh. so separated his shoulder so that was entertaining <laughs> and then uh while while we were running you know quote unquote sprints at the track yeah. um uh quentin barney came by yeah. and he had just finished um uh the uh buffalo at 100 okay so he so he was just sitting and went over and he had a map was kind enough to give me a map that was marked with the course wow. and yeah so it was really nice to kind of get some some details about oh you, you know really like this part make sure you go 
um, to the course marking day for this section of the course. It's amazing. So started to get some some good good intel. Well, that, that couldn't hurt. That's for sure. Yeah. Kind of put your mind at ease a little bit and maybe spark a few new uh, uneasy parts as well, though. Well, a little bit of both. And, and it was funny because um, they're both planning, or at least uh, Quentin is planning to be out there again. And he's like, so have you, have you gotten your, you know, race digs all figured out? And I'm like, oh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, well, you're, you're behind the, the eight ball on that one. So jumped on and, and couldn't find anything in Silverton, but found, found a hotel, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe halfway between Silverton and Durango, maybe not even that far. I don't know. So he, he spurred me on to, to kind of start coordinating this thing. <laughs> Started kind of putting a fire on your saying, Hey, you got to do more than run, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, uh, got a place to stay for my crew and pacers and for the last few days and, and actually during the race as well. So. So let me let me ask you that. Why we're on there? What uh, your your lodging plans? Are you? I think we kind of touched on this a little bit on the first first time we talked to you. But you know, when when do you plan on being down there? Yeah, the beauty of my job is that as soon as the quarter's over, um, I really kind of have a lot of liberty over the summer. Uh, I'll be working on some research, but I'll do that after the race when I can't move. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, that means that around the time my son gets out of school, which here is like June 16th. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, we'll leave and we'll just head out. We're heading out west. We'll stop in Utah for a couple days. And then the plan is just around, from around the 20th to maybe 23rd of June through the race, um, just be camping up in the mountains. Nice. And and then those last four days before the race, we have a condo. So Nice. And so you'll have time to be down there, kind of get acclimated, get used to the course, get away. Little luxury, yeah. little luxury before the start. Yeah. I really want to make sure and go to as many of those um, course marking days. And I, and I guess, you know, my understanding is that over maybe eight or nine days, they – mark the whole course and I'd like to do as many of those as possible, but I'll be out there just running, hiking, you know, mostly acclimating though. Yeah. The finishing touches, so to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and particularly since, I mean, I live more or less at sea level. Uh, and we talk, I know we talked last time about doing hill repeats. Um, but then, you know, you start looking at the course and I think the biggest climb um, is it's like 5,500 feet in one climb, and that's and that's at like mile 55. Perfect. You know, going <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> so there's the I'm just I don't know I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest way I'm freaking out. That's how do I way to put it? Yeah, how do I train for you know? And that's like the fifth of. 10 climbs, 10 major climbs in the race or something. I don't know. 5,500 feet. Holy cow. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear it in your voice. Yeah, I can. Yeah. So I can, you know, I can do about a thousand feet here. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, that's where, you know, going down a little bit and, you know, maybe help and then just keeping those legs moving up now. Yeah. Well, yeah, therein, therein lies the rest of my anxiety. Well, then the other thing you touched on is pacers and crew, and you mentioned that uh, one of your, your son that's going down, he's going to help crew you, as well as uh, your partner, she's going to be there crewing for you. Uh, yeah. What And did you line up your pacers then, since we talked last? So it's really funny. Um, so my friend, and I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned him uh and said he got into UNT, UTMB and wasn't going to be available. And actually, I guess it will work out. His son's in Colorado going to school. And so I might actually be able to wrangle up a four-wheel drive vehicle. It looks like I've got one pacer and and a little more crew support. So, uh, yeah, the podcast paid off for me yeah. so far. Pacer. 
<laughs> uh, so that's, uh, um, holy crap. Uh, Jeff and I can't, Calvert. I don't know why his name wouldn't come to me because <laughs> he and his wife are good friends of, uh, my partner, Jen and, and I, so, so that's weird. Does he run? Is he a trail runner? Or? Yeah, trail runner. And, um, you know, he's, he's stepping in, he's doing the harder runs. Uh, he ran the muggy own, uh, monster, which is down in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jamil just took over race directing that, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Anyway, super, super tough race from what I hear. And so, yeah, he's into the mountain running. And has he ever done hard rock? No, no, he, but he wants to. Yeah. So he's, he's looking to get some experience and, and, uh, acculturated into, you know, the whole thing. Wow. Well, that's the way to do it. Just jumping in like uh, a pacing duty on the course. So is he going to do yeah. parts? He's not going to do like a, like a 30 mile stretch. He might do 10 here and 10. Is that kind of what you're looking at? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm still open. I, I mean, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, like Wasatch last year, I ran without a pacer and crew and I really appreciated the, uh, solidarity of it, or I mean the, the solitude of it. Um, but this, I want to share, you know, so if I have other people that are around or available, you know, I'll spread that, um, that love around to whoever. So yeah, the, the offer's still out there. Well, I just I just uh, did my stocking on Jeff, and he's he's got a good resume, so I think you'll be in good hands with him. He's done the Hellgate 100K, like you say, in the McGeehan Monster, Black Canyon 100K. So he's got some good races under his belt. So you're, he's definitely going to be ready for you. Yeah, he, he is a solid, solid runner. And, uh, you know, we're out there uh, in PA, and they've got, you know, the new Eastern States 100 uh, very challenging trails. So yeah, the, the trails that we trained on and ran on out there are, are, you know, they may not be high elevation, but they are stout. So speak, speaking of the high elevation and everything else, have you thought any more about what your best chances are to acclimate? Is it just that going down early and training while you're down there? You don't have any other, I, you know, you got people out there that get those, uh, out yep. Yeah. looked or thought about something like that. Yeah. I would love to have, you know, three grand or so to, <laughs> to get a, an, uh, an altitude tent. Uh, I thought about it. I'd looked into it. I'd looked, um, I have a, a couple of friends back East who own them and thought about renting them. Um, but I, I've spent, I've spent a number of years, throughout my life at elevation and I, I found that I adapt pretty quickly and pretty well. Um, did a lot of mountaineering in the lower 48 at least. And, um, so with, you know, with a week I would be fine with two weeks. Um, I'll be great with three weeks. I should, should be strong. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm kind of putting all my eggs into that basket. The only other thing that, you might uh, consider, you know, being in that kind of realm is also the idea of like nutritional supplements or supports. I know you guys have mentioned some of that in the past and all the issues with WADA and whatnot, but like I had good success leading up to Wasatch taking um, Optogen XP by, by First Endurance. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm religious with that stuff personally. Yeah, and I you know, I don't really. I mean, I I can tell you that I feel like I have more energy and I feel like I recover faster when I'm taking it. So, I'm you know, I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I've used that for quite a few years. Robert's been on the show, first endurance, good friend of ours and yeah, product. And you know, like you mentioned, we've talked about the water thing in the, in our past episodes and stuff, but you know, a lot of the uh, Tour de France riders take that stuff and they're tested. So, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's tested. It's good. The only thing, so for me, and I don't know if you have this or, um, have this little kind of side effect is that, um, it will make 
my skin feel like it's itchy or on fire. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and I and I I can't remember what it is in there. It's beta alanine, maybe. Oh, okay. I, I think that might be the product that uh, on its own, and it's just it's mildly irritating if I'm not exercising. So I just make sure that you know I exercise when I take it. Yeah. So and it, there's a subset of the population that that has that effect. Huh. Yeah, I definitely. That's something I've never encountered. Thank goodness. So. That's oh, yeah. One. But yeah, it's great. It's a great product for sure. Um, all right. So you're kind of going in the, uh, which I commend and I like. No offense to people that use altitude tents at all. I think more power to you. But uh, uh, budget wise, and I, I'm just not techy enough. And I, I, no. I'm, I don't know how to, like, I just probably couldn't figure it out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't care if it came Yeah. Out video i'd have to figure some way to get trapped inside or something <laughs> wake up in a panic well and i guess you know i i don't know i have a hard enough time sleeping yeah. um i you know so i uh i would say that that's one of the one of the key elements of my training too or at least has been in the past is uh sleep i i, I will not i will not sacrifice sleep sleep's really important to me you know, that's, and that's a, just show me and Joel, um, we have come out here pretty, well, I don't say pretty soon because you never know with us, but um, it's about, <laughs> you know, and, and the different forms of recovery, whether it is massage, whether it is product based or, you know, I think what you mentioned is such, is so overlooked for recovery, which is sleep, right? I mean, it's the most obvious and natural, but the society we live in, we just sacrifice that probably more than anything. I, yeah, I would agree. I think it's the first thing people go, oh, you know, well, I've got to fit everything in. And, and so, yeah, for me, I, I just don't function well. I don't feel like I recover nearly as fast if I'm not getting, you know, around eight hours of sleep. Yeah. And there's a, there's a rule at my that when I open my bedroom door to come grab my coffee in the morning, nobody can <laughs> me for at least 30 minutes. Because <laughs> I am one grumpy bear. I've got... Uh, at least three people that will back that 100%. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure Jen, uh, you know, my partner, it's weird saying partner, but I feel like I'm a little bit too old to have a girlfriend. I mean, we <laughs> we own a home together. So anyway, uh, yeah, Jen's going to hear this and, and you may get an email saying, oh, he is exactly like that. Yeah, yeah I've got that transitional period between <laughs> between waking up Hitting the hitting the bathroom, grabbing my coffee, and you know, thirty minutes in after, I think for the most part, I'm probably get I get better, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's me. That sleep thing's important. All right. So speaking of speaking of all that, how are you feeling? How's uh, you know before we even started recording here, we we kind of skimmed the surface. But how are you feeling? Your body injuries? Where where are you at with that right now? I'm in total meltdown panic mode. <laughs> okay, so that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I So I have had this tendonitis in my ankles for a couple of months now, and it just won't go away. And I think that last week, um, my calf, you know, my calves getting tight. I can't... I, I mean, I haven't done any runs longer than like 18 miles. Um, so I, somewhere around that 12-mile mark, my calves start to get tight. And I think last week my calves got so tight that I pulled something in my leg that's affecting my hip down to my knee. It's just slightly behind like the IT band, but not quite into the hamstring. So I don't know what it is. Um so I haven't run since Thursday. No, Saturday. Never mind. Not since Saturday, which is at this point five days. So have you? Do you have? Um, like me and Joel, we always say we have a guy, right? So it's our our sports massage, deep getting in there after it. Do you have anybody you go to on anything like that to help with kinks and and stuck things and injuries? Yeah. So. Um, that's funny that you would say that, but I hit I hit that threshold where it's like I need to get a guy, um, and 
Uh, I don't think I have his card, so I can't. Well, and I actually don't know how good it's going to be because I've only gone once yesterday. <laughs> so maybe I won't plug any names just yet. <laughs> but how did how did did he get in to work some stuff? Did he talk to you about what he thought was going on, or did you feel any better, or what, what's going on with that? Yeah, so I have. I didn't notice any difference in my hips. He is. Uh, a chiropractor slash um, physical therapist type person. He's worked with a lot of the Olympic committees. He's uh, he came recommended by some of the local running clubs and wow. um, and as as the guy to go to. Um, and he so yesterday was more of like the consult, and then he did some some art, some active release therapy um, on my calves. Um, so, you know, if you've had that, you know, that I was more or less crying. Burming a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but afterwards felt, felt a little better. So, and, oh, and he said, um, gosh, his, his take initially was that it's Achilles whip, hmm. which was a, a new one to me. I've never had this issue before. So what, what's Achilles whip? I guess what it is is um, it has to do with the way you're landing and something, and I'll, you know I'll look it up one of these days. <laughs> but but <laughs> I think it has to do with um, stride rate and things like that, um, uh, and and just the amount of time you spend on the ground and how much force is um, uh, laterally as opposed to vertically going into the calf muscles and and causes kind of a snapping of that of that uh achilles tendon okay that makes sense and yeah yeah i mean it, it makes sense so i'm i'm really panicked about it i'm 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 uh just in this i don't know i'm excited about the race but then every time i think about the race i'm reminded that I'm hurt. And then that just fills me with dread. <laughs> well, you know, so do you do other things as well? I mean, there's people that like to do rolling, um, you know, stretching yoga, you know, Pilates. I mean, there's such a, a myriad of things. Do you do any of that stuff on the side, like to help or recover? Yeah, that's really good. I'm glad you asked that because, um, you know, that's, I'm sure that's what people want to know too. Yeah, I have, um, like a foam, foam roller in every room in my house. Um, <laughs> I roll, if I'm, if I'm watching TV, I'm typically sitting on the floor, uh, with a roller under a leg. So I'm rolling. Um, I've started doing yoga like once a week. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the extent of it. Oh, I also do not that it's really kind of recovery, but like for, for strength stuff. Like I do calf raises and squats every day. Um, in the shower, it's really sexy too. Wow. I've been told. You have a foam roller <laughs> shower? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just the, just the squats and the, and the, uh, the toe raises. Now let me ask calf you, raises. This, uh, this has been a conversation I've had with somebody else before. Um, toe raises. Do you think that that, would have any anything to do with your Achilles and the and the way they feel like you're not the whip necessarily, but when you get up on your toes, you're kind of shortening your Achilles as well. Um, do you think that might have anything to do with how those feel? I don't think so. I mean, I've I've been doing that for you know a couple of years now. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know I don't really know. I'm not doing the. Um, I'm not doing it over an edge where I can kind of get my heel lower than my toes. So I don't think the stretch is too long. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think, I think I took off time after Wasatch in September and my body decided to shrink. Just kind of um, go back to normal. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to get it all loosened up and it's, and it's, and it's complaining. Back to stretch arms. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But, but now it's, now it's, I mean, I don't know. To me, it feels like crunch time. It feels like I don't have time to screw around with this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's really, I've got a lot of panic 
and anxiety because I haven't run more than an 18 miler. Yeah. Well, and ask that, how has the training been going with the injuries? I mean, you know, I think, I think it'll be a point where nobody will say, Oh, I'm right where I want to be or my training's great. But I mean, how do you feel other than the injuries with the training? Do you feel like you're behind? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'd be, I'm behind in that I haven't done any, you know, quote unquote long runs, anything or, you know, I've got one 18 miler within the last month, but having said that I've been extremely, um, consistent and I'm not missing days. My mileage is reasonable. I look at my mileage and I think, Oh, I'm, I'm over, you know, I'm, <laughs> you're just panicking because yeah. I've, been averaging about 45 to maybe 50 miles a week for the last, you know, month or more. Well, that's not, that's not bad though. You know, you know, I look at a lot of, a lot of people, you know, Strava stocking and then you get the people with the high mileage, but sometimes you see that that doesn't translate, you know, into good performances. So I think it's what you're used to. I mean, 45 to 50, I mean, it's April, um, if you can get rid of those little niggling pains, I mean, you're, I think you're in good shape. I feel like the base is there, but the problem is I don't feel like I can make that next step right now. And yeah. that's, and that's where the panic comes in. Have you, have you tried IPA? <laughs> uh, I'm a cider drinker. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, that's, well, there you go. Well, okay. Then I just fixed your problem. So, <laughs> uh, a, you know, a bowl of cheese curds and a couple IPAs. And I think you call me in the morning. Yeah, I, I get the sense that I am missing something there. Um, and we have so many, there are so many fantastic breweries up here. I know. So I'll have to, I'll have to try, you know, Colshan or uh, Boundary Bay or any number of others. So, well, yeah. well, I'm glad we finally got to the real root of the injuries. <laughs> Your body is just kind of rejecting the cider, uh, <laughs> looking for some, some, uh, you know, Northwest hops. <laughs> uh, that must be it. There's something about those hops. Yeah, that's right. Hops. Yeah. I think, I think we, okay, we're on to something. I know that. So, okay. Uh, I will, I will try it and I'll let you know what happens. that be the next thing we talk about on the next time we get together. So I'm going <laughs> to write that down. So, so what else has changed uh, between last time we talked until now? I mean, the, the running you say is, you know, 45 ish, you know, average, you know, you got your little niggling pains. Um, is there anything else that's changed? Because like we've talked about so many things in life can, uh, I don't know, alter the way you feel, your mood, your energy. I mean, do you feel otherwise you feel pretty good? Yeah. I mean, um, I'm still struggling with all of the, uh, mood kind of, you know, anxiety things like, you know, just feeling the stress of work and the stress of, trying to run, but not feeling like I can completely. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's funny how, it's funny how the littlest thing, like, like the Achilles thing where normally that wouldn't, it wouldn't, I don't know, it wouldn't bother me at all. But now all of a sudden, you know, what is it? Two and a half months. I don't know. It's mid April or late April. A little, little over two months. Yeah. And I just, and all that panic and I can't seem to, um, unwind my, my I'm sure that my blood pressure and my stress levels, my anxiety levels are much higher because I just can't seem to like, uh, normally, you know, normally you have stress, you go home, you know, whatever your ritual is, whether it's, you know, mine would be to, you know, watch some, 80s cult movie with my family in the evening <laughs> raising hope or raising arizona is is okay. the next one on the list too there we go that's a good one yeah yeah i can't wait to share that one with my son anyway but that's but i but it doesn't work it's not working now so the things that i've done in the past to kind of relieve that stress aren't working so so, so yeah you know, that last year we, you know, we've talked about this on the first, first time we talked to you, your, your Wasatch 100 last year, you killed it. I mean, you just blew it out. You looked fantastic. What's, what's so different between your training and your mindset going into Wasatch last year as it is to where you're at right now? 
So what's my mind? Say that again. What's my mindset for it? What's the difference? I mean, where you were last year heading into Wasatch, because your, your Wasatch race was amazing. I mean, it's such a great job. You looked, you know, you look good. Um, so you, you had your training leading up to that, your mindset, that what's different than it is right now. Is it just the injury bug? No, because I had little niggling things for for there too. Do you know the the stupid? It's so stupid. Yet I think so many people probably can appreciate this. It's it's my perspective going in. It's what I'm expecting. Okay. I have such high hopes and such high expectations for this one that I've put it on a pedestal and I can't possibly live up to it. <laughs> I'm feeling the pressure of it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a tough one because it's not like someone can just talk you down from that either. You know, it's not like someone can say, Oh, you need to, you know, do this, that, or the other. It's it ultimately relies on, you know, your, your mentality behind it. Yeah. But Wasatch, it was like, well, I've done Wasatch. I have a buckle for it. I really want that other buckle, but you know what? I've done it. I can just walk away and it's no big deal. And Kind of did a little bit under the radar. You know, I wasn't sharing too much about it. Um, but I can't, I can't get away from this one. <laughs> have you, have you had this many discussions with um, previous hard rock finishers? Um, you, you mentioned you talked to Jim and Quentin. Um, have you been like looking for, I want to say advice, but that's kind of what it is. Are you been looking for anything like that or are you just trying to steer clear from that? No, I haven't, I haven't really looked for that advice yet. I, I just, and again, it's the whole, and I think I might've said this before. I, I, if I think about it too much, I j it, it's all consuming. And then all these little things that come up and, and right now it doesn't feel little, you know, I mean the, the Achilles doesn't feel little. The thing that sidelined me for a few days doesn't feel little. It's, and then I, and then I'm just filled with a lot of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So it's counterproductive for me. Yeah. Have you been in a situation like this before in your life where you've, you know, whether it was, you know, going to school to get your degree or starting your new professor job or anything else where you were a little amped up and maybe not yourself? Yeah. And, and really, um, I didn't feel it last year with Wasatch because I don't, I mean, I just was so laissez faire about the whole thing, but you know, hundreds before that, it was like that, you know, oh my gosh, I rolled my ankle 10 days out. Oh, this will never work. Or like, uh, uh, like Melissa was saying, Melissa Solomon from, you know, your, one of your previous podcasts was saying, um, she got sick the week before <laughs> the Zion 100. Yeah. It's like, if, you know, oh my gosh, what's this going to do to my race and all that. And then you add in that fear of failure or, letting everyone down and yeah, the pressure aspect. I don't, you know, isn't that, isn't that weird? I mean, it's an, you know, it's, it's not a team sport, you know, you're not <laughs> you're letting a teammate down, so to say, but isn't that weird how an individual event that realistically is a big, I don't know, a big percentage of the world couldn't do. And you're putting that much pressure on yourself. I mean, we, I think we all do it to a degree, but I think it's like, Oh, I don't want to let them down. But ultimately, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just all about you in the end, even though everybody else has been along the ride and, you know, I'm not saying nobody's a part of it, but. Yeah, it is funny because, because to me, I mean, yeah, I get that it's kind of a selfish sport and that it is really demanding of time, but it really is kind of like, well, you know, if Jen put up with me going out for five hours, eight mm -hmm. hours on the weekend every day or whatever, then she's really kind of invested too. And yeah, I can't, I can't separate the other people. Yeah. And of course the family and, and in this silly way, it's, it's, you know, it's, um, this self-imposed well, you're that, you're that guy that's doing the hundred miler and you know, the new colleagues I have at work walking down the hall and then, Oh, you know, how'd it go? Oh, well, I dropped out. You know, I just, I dread having, I don't ever want to have that conversation. Anyway. Oh, I understand. 
Right. I think a lot of it too, like when, you know, you talk about Jen and no matter what happens at hard rock, you know, I think deep down or not even deep down, maybe even way on the surface because you know, I mean, there, I don't think there'd be disappointment, you know? No. And that was, and that's why I brought up Melissa Solomon's comments, you know, cause she talks about at the end, you know, how, you know, she cried, but she had such a positive uh, perspective on that whole process. Yeah. And, um, it was, it was cathartic for me in a way. I just listened to it this morning. <laughs> so it was really, really helpful. Cause I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, is it really, cause to me up until that point, I was thinking this is, this is all or nothing. I'm, I'm just all in. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I mean, yeah, I've been working for years to get into this race, but is it, does it really have to be all or nothing? Yeah. Well, I think, and I think that right there, I think you nailed it to me is, you know, Wasatch or, you know, McGeehan or some of these other races, you can go back next year. Right. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. Wasatch, but your chances are super high. Uh, but when you do get into a Western, a hard rock, you know, it is that, is it one shot? Yeah. I think that's where that, little bit of added pressure that and you know take nothing away from the races i mentioned but when you look at western and hard rock they're kind of ultra running pedestal races you know it's uh the 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 original western the fast and then you got the mountainous gnarly rugged beautiful hard rock so um yeah and it is it is tough when you i mean because because that's what hard rock has been hard rock has been that ultimate goal that's you know it's like that's the reason you do all the other things leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can definitely see what you're, where you're coming from and what you're saying. And I think it is, everybody has their own way to approach it for sure. And I think it might just add to the way you're feeling because you're not training or feeling the way you want to, or it might make that mental side a little bit tougher. It, it does. And I feel like, well, I'm I'm a believer in that the mental and the physical are really closely linked, and if one's out of balance, the other one's likely to follow. And so, oh yeah, that that's kind of the problem with um, not being able to unwind at night, not being able to find my my zen or you know however you want to put it. It's like I don't I don't feel like this is going to go away until I can just be okay and say, "All right, body, <laughs> you win." Well, <laughs> and before we. I've had a hamstring issue since, you know, mid little, well, I guess right around the Buffalo run, which is mid end of March. Um, and I haven't been able to run. I've tried, I've gotten treatments, I've rested, I've done all these things. And it's really made the rest of my world kind of wacky because I'm so focused on how does my hamstring feel? Can I get in a run tomorrow? Is it going to feel, I don't have hard rock coming up, but I just, you know, with everything else I have planned, it is, it, it, my hamstring totally affects my mental capacity (laughs) so i yeah that's really huh so let me ask you so you've got you've got beaverhead the week before the beaverhead 100k the week before hard rock so how are you doing with that (laughs) oh horrible i was supposed to i you know i've had to skip out on a couple of zion traverse i was supposed to go down to um good water rim these are fun runs but to me they were ones i've been waiting they've been on my calendar for months and I haven't been able to do those. So, you know, for me, I've got a marathon, a trail marathon in uh, May. I've got a 50K in June and another fun run mixed in June and then the 100K. So if everything pans out, I think my steps are there um, to not try to go too big, too fast. But right now I'm, I'm on my, I've got my training wheels on and it's frustrating. Well, I mean, it doesn't make either of our situations any better, but somehow it, it does help to hear other people have the same issue. <laughs> well, I think there's, there's a few of them out there. I've got, you know, and, and I look at it this way. I have two, I have some really good friends of mine right now. Um, like Curtis Thompson is a really good friend of mine and he's had a good year planned. He had the Buffalo run one planned and he just had ankle Achilles, all that surgery. So he couldn't even get on his feet for like eight weeks. Yeah. Doesn't include when he can run again. And I've had another friend locally that, you know, she's had some things come up and so she can't run for eight weeks. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> let me put this wow. perspective for me right now. You know? Yeah, I guess that does help. And Curtis, Curtis is awesome. 
Yeah, you've met Kurt. I have. In fact, um, my so hearing his Achilles issues and whatnot, I remember running down the Grand Canyon. I think we were running down the Bright Angel Trail, and there'd be like one random rock in the trail. And that guy was so deaf that as he's running by, he'd just do a little flick of his foot out the back and pop those rocks right off the edge into oblivion. Oh, yeah. we That's a that's a, a trick that we do here on the BST in Ogden. That's one of our staple moves. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's just a little trail maintenance as we run. <laughs> I usually try and use that as an excuse to stop, but, but uh, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Um, so do you have any races before hard rock or is it just all training? Yeah, right now. Uh, so I, uh, I missed chucking it because that's when this all started. And I thought, Oh, if I kind of take it easy, that'll help. And volunteered at chucking it instead, which was a great experience. Um, and my next official race is three weeks away. And that is the Orcas Island 50 miler. Oh, you dog. That's <laughs> on my my list yeah i really so again and like you say if i look at my mileage you know 50 miles a week that's that's good you know that's where i try and go with uh 100 mile or well actually where i used to try and go was you know have a peak week of 100 miles um so i know i and i know i can jump up to that in the past like i've ramped up uh been able to do a 50 miler by having back-to-back 15-milers. Yeah. So I know I can get to it. I just need to feel like I I can. And so I'm hoping that this, you know, I'm taking kind of a forced week of just walking. I'm not going not gonna to run for a few more days, and hopefully things settle down, and then I can just, you know, hopefully it's not a chronic thing that's going to be so bad I have to really just shut down completely. Yeah. Well, that's, that's definitely the hope. And, you know, a lot of that, even with like work Island and everything and is just going in knowing it's time on your feet, right? Yep. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Fine tune nutrition plan or, you know, just time on your feet. That's such a huge key. And that's what you hear so much of with a lot of these people that the hard rock veterans and people that have done hard rock in the past, you know, you need just time on your feet, time on your feet, time on your feet. You hear that all the time. Yeah. So I, and I think I said this before, you know, I'm, I'm walking to and from work. I carry a pack. haven't really, I, I had planned to increase the weight, but you know, I still carry just about 20 pounds. Um, and get to work. I have a standing desk. I'm, my chair is always pushed to the side. So, you know, I'm on my feet a lot and stand a lot. And you start thinking about that 48 hour cutoff and you know, that's only like a 28, 40, I don't know, somewhere in the 28 minute, maybe even close to 29 minute per mile average. Yeah. So that's, you know, I can walk, I can walk at 29. I can too. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I hope I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you mentioned earlier running clubs, um, up there. So are you getting tied in now with some, some of the local runners and kind of the running scene up there and, and exploring a little bit more there? Do you know, I'm so bad at it. I want to be better. I love running with people, but I always, ha- I, I put so much undue pressure on myself that we're, they're either going to go faster than I want to go or, um, uh, or I'm going to be and, and I'm going to be holding them back or desperately trying to cling to them or they're going to be going slow. Um, and, and so, so that's part of it. So I, I have this pressure for that, but then it, I also have, like I said, I have kind of a, a flexible schedule. Yeah. So I, you know, I might, I might work in the evenings, um, and then run in the afternoons or people will get up for early morning runs. And unlike them, I don't, I won't give up sleep for running. So yeah, I don't, I haven't done very well. I have a few connections. I have one guy who's also another, um, uh, good ultra runner, kind of all around adventurer. And he and I've talked about going north across the border up into Gary Robbins uh, and Ellie, uh, 
territory to run on Grouse Mountain. Yeah. So there's there's something called the Grouse Grind, which in I think in two kilometers it goes up fourteen hundred feet. No, two thousand feet. So it's like more than a thousand feet per mile. It's like twelve hundred feet per mile. For two miles. So in two miles, you get about 2,400 feet. Nice. So so a few connections, but yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I don't know. It doesn't play well with others, maybe. <laughs> yeah. no, it's funny. I kind of find myself that way a lot, but a lot of it is either A, I'm not going to be able to keep up, or I'm going to red line to try, and it'll be miserable. Yeah. Or they'll just make fun of my mustache and beard. So that's, uh, <laughs> a no, it's a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm real. i'm a socially outgoing person i'm you know i i like people i just tend to find myself doing most of my running when i'm alone yeah i've been doing a lot more of that probably than i've ever done in my x amount of years running the last three months i would i would guess yeah and a lot of and it. i'm also oh go ahead. No, go ahead a lot of it <laughs> i was gonna say it allows me to um sing uh, aloud a lot more than I normally do. Oh, see, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and <laughs> I don't do it around other people because I've run around, I've run with a few people, some of them there, you know, out, out in Utah that will sing out loud and it's just kind of funny to hear them. So. <laughs> yeah. I think my dog had run off if I sang out loud when I ran, he's my running partner and he'd probably just disown me. <laughs> he's even got standards. So. Yeah. In fact, I remember the year you and I did Wasatch, uh, so 2011, I think Davy Crockett went running by me just singing at the top of his lungs. <laughs> and I thought, wow, that, that really takes, I mean, that's really a self, uh, 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 someone who's comfortable with themselves. Someone like not me. <laughs> <laughs> someone like not me either, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I... Uh... I think, and I know where you're coming from, and I know it doesn't really say much, but I think as far as the mileage you're getting and stuff, I think you're you're doing good. You know, I think you're probably not where you want to be for, you know, because no one ever is. But um, I think it just that little, those little niggling, aching little buggers would, would go away. I think you're still right on it. You know, I think you're on point probably for where you should be. Well, I... Thanks for talking me off the ledge, but, and I didn't mean it to, you know, I didn't mean for this little session to become a, you know, panic ridden, but I guess that's, you know, I'm sure that we're not alone. <laughs> oh, heavens. There's a lot of that. I mean, I've seen people with no injuries training better than I've ever seen them kind of get panicked, you know? Um, so I think it's just, it's just human nature, but I think anytime an injury is involved, it makes it a little more compounded because like you mentioned, you know, you don't want to push it to the point where you have to be done for a while, right? To yeah. run a course or, or get the treatment you need. But, you know, you kind of, like you said, you're riding that fine line of I'm going to take a few days off and not running. And then there's the fear in the back of your mind is, okay, did I, you know, I took three days off. Did I lose fitness? You know? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel that so much right now. It's like, it was Saturday. Saturday was my last run. You're a, you're a fat, lazy slob. What's up? Now, if they'll only push Hard Rock into August, I'll be ready. <laughs> well, I will admit that I may have looked on the site at the snow and looked at the one year that Hard Rock was canceled because of snow and, and almost slightly crossed my fingers. Oh, maybe they'll cancel it and I won't have to make a decision. Oh, don't say that. People are going <laughs> to... <laughs> it is true. I won't make friends if I make that comment. No way. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I know you're a busy guy and you got a lot to tend to, but, uh, you know, we definitely appreciate you taking the time to, to talk to us. And I know sometimes it's not even easy when you're kind of, you know, spilling some, some thoughts that might be uncomfortable or you know, putting yourself out there. Really. I mean, you're, you're talking about running a hundred mile hard rock 100 and you're, you are putting yourself out there. So we, we really do appreciate you doing this. And, you know, I know our listeners do, and, you know, hopefully, you know, it helps you on just get things off your chest. Well, I feel it's funny, but I do feel more relieved. I didn't, you know, I hope, I hope people can appreciate it. 
because I want to help support through sharing what I'm doing. But yeah, but I'm being selfish. I I I feel better. <laughs> the invoice for this, and uh, we'll. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know the good therapists are you know so I'll expect a big bill. Yeah, they are. It'll be pretty big, like twelve pack. So uh, yeah, easily some Northwest stuff, but, but no, thanks. Thanks for taking the time. We'll definitely connect again, uh, here in a little bit, just to kind of follow up and see where, how well you're doing and how much better you're going to be feeling and how the, uh, IPA helped out. I'm pretty, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll start my own training program and sell it. Um, well, you've got some, you've got some good, good advice <laughs> built into it. Yeah. Sound advice is what it is. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, squeaky cheese. I've loved cheese curds. Had cheese curds from when I was a kid. It's good stuff. Well, and we we've had the you haven't had the deep. I had some deep fried ones again today. So um, <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a whole other episode of me feeling guilty about eating so poorly. But oh my gosh! Well, and you know we haven't really talked about nutrition, and. And that's a, another key area that I'm really kind of falling down on right now too. So we have time to catch up because that's our next show. Is we're going to be really excellent. At, so you got plenty of time to kick it into gear. Okay. Well, Jeff, thanks again uh, for for taking the time to talk to us about uh, everything that's going on with your preparations for Hard Rock. And uh, yeah, we look forward to catching up with you in a few weeks. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Jeff Hart once again for taking the time to join us on the phone today to talk about how his training is going for the Hard Rock 100. We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by our website at trailmanners.com. Check out the store page. Get yourself some instant trail cred and those swagging rights. Or you can hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on our show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joe Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it. <laughs>